What's going on and welcome in the Pels and Whistles right here on the Believe Network presented by Bet Online. I'm Daniel Salerson alongside Rel Myers. Glad you can join us on this Friday to get you ready for the weekend. The Pels will start the weekend off in Detroit as they take on the Pistons tonight. Game number four of this five-game road trip. It wraps up on Monday against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Rel, how are you on this Friday? I'm doing pretty good. When you said it was Friday, I was like, wow, it is Friday, isn't it? Like, <laughs> my days are all messed up. Um, you know, it's been so long since I've been in the blender because of this road trip. So I'll be glad to get back in there, especially because we play so much better at home. So uh, otherwise, doing all right. Yeah, I think this team's ready to get back in the blender as well. A long East Coast swing that started in Dallas will end in Cleveland. Um, but right mm-hmm. now tonight, I guess it's really not all East Coast because they're in Detroit tonight to take on the Pistons, their lone visit to Little Caesars Arena. Pelicans 1-2 and two on the road trip so far. Tough losses to the Dallas Mavericks on the second night of the back-to-back. And then the Boston Celtics, who are looking to get back to the NBA Finals. The win did come on Monday against the Washington Wizards. So I'm okay right now with what's going on with the Pelicans. Of course, still without Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson. And Rel, I thought they played pretty well against Boston. There were some times that it was a little shaky, but... Uh, for a team that's shorthanded, um, they held their own against one of the top teams in the NBA. Yeah, I'd say if you look at um, the majority of the game, I guess maybe the first three quarters or however long it took for Boston to like really start, you know, kind of pulling away a bit. Um, if we were full strength, I think we would have won that game by at least 10 points or more. Um, so, yeah, we I think our our subs did all right, um, all things considered. You know, I mean, there was a lot of panic going on after the game, but Boston's a, you know, they got the number one record in the league. They got 31 wins. Nobody else has got that. So what can you do? You're on the pulse. Why are, why are people panicking? What, what is the reason for the panic <laughs> in New Orleans? No idea. For whatever reason, when you lose to a really, really good team, they say you should never let that happen. But if anything, Boston shouldn't be losing to us without two uh, or three starters, really, um, if they are the team that we think they are, right? So that would be kind of like us going out there losing to the Spurs with three starters missing. <laughs> like, we can't let that happen. So, I don't know. People just uh, are inclined to to freak out, I guess. Yeah, I don't think there's anything to freak out about the way the Pelicans are, are playing despite, you know, being shorthanded. They're 25 and 17. They're hanging on to a top three seed right now in the Western Conference Um, you know, that might linger a little bit going four or five, you know, up, down, this team is going to fluctuate a little bit until they Mm -hmm. get healthy. But at the same time, again, you're just trying to stay afloat until you get some guys back. Um, even Herb Jones, again, back being injured with the contusion. Again, that word is probably the least favorite word in everyone's vocabulary when talking about an injury report. But, um, (laughs) at the same time, I mean, what, I don't know what people expect right now from this team when, you know, it's nights like tonight that I think you have to go in and and take care of business against Detroit no matter yeah. what, because they are one of the worst teams in the league mm-hmm. and without their best player in Kate Cunningham. But when you go into games like Boston and Cleveland without Zion and Brandon Ingram, it should be low expectations. I want to say low expectations, but you're not mm-hmm. going in the thing. You're going to beat them by 20, 25. And if you're hanging in there playing a good game, then, you know, I think right now a moral victory in some of these are okay. Yeah, I can agree with that. I mean, you know, a loss is still a loss. It's still going to show up the same way in the, uh, you For know, sure. in the L column. But uh, losing against, you know, top talent like that, yeah, it's definitely not the, uh, definitely not the end of the world. 
what's good to see is the guys that are stepping up in the absence of Brandon and Zion. And you have to look at, of course, Najee Marshall, the way he's been playing. Uh, he had 18 points the other night. He continues to be consistent in that starting lineup. And I think people are starting to realize what CJ McCollum's been doing. Instead of trading him, they're like, hey, maybe we should keep this guy. He's okay. 38 <laughs> points the other night. 6 of 12 from 3. I mean, a lot of people are thinking he should be an all-star. I think it's going to be tough from the sense of who he's got to jump in exactly. order to get in as yeah. far as 5 or 6 guards that probably have a better shot at making it than he does. But at the same mm-hmm. time, he definitely deserves a consideration based on what he's been able to do this season. Yeah, I think we're always quick to say who should be in the game, but then we we have to sit there and think of who's a shoe-in and who's close to being a shoe-in and how can we get CJ to leapfrog those guys to get in there. Um, I mean, I think he's, as far as, you know, getting in as a sub, it's really up to the coaches, right? So there's always a possibility there. So, um, yeah, well, I I don't know. I I think (laughs) there was a quote from CJ yesterday where he said he gets paid like an (laughs) all-star. Yeah. So it's like, hey, man, like, he, of course, I'm sure he'd be honored, you know, to be an all-star, but I'm also sure that um, winning a championship is probably a little bit more important than that individual uh, individual accomplishments for him. There are a lot of people that are paid like an all-star, but mm-hmm. not necessarily play like an all-star. CJ is one of those that plays like an all-star yeah. and gets paid like an all-star, but there are some of them out there that are extremely overpaid, but uh, don't mm-hmm. even come close. So it's nice to have mm-hmm. someone there that is, uh, you know, playing well based on what he is making so yeah cj mccullum for all-star make sure you go out and vote um (laughs) every day on pelicans.com and of course you can use twitter and hashtags and everything like that and speaking i think they stopped the hashtags because of the more hashtags yeah when when you can get uh k-pop people involved and they start spamming the hashtags and stuff i think they stopped doing the hashtags because i mean you know andrew wiggins got in there on the strength of the yeah bts army or something like that so <laughs> they said you know what this hashtag thing might not be it so you can, i think you can only vote on the website or on the app but i've got a friend who's been trying to vote this whole time and her phone like will not allow her to to vote so i don't know you gotta find your way find your way in there to vote but uh i hardly ever do i mean it's it's whatever Is it worth i think it? i voted once I, I voted once on like the third day of voting i don't know that it's worth it uh I, everyone also, would have to be fully committed to doing it every day and especially on the triple vote days and i feel like a lot of people are just like mm, whatever <laughs> whoever gets in there gets in there and i'm gonna watch it either way has the all-star lost a little bit of its luster you think uh, like the all-star me, game the game yeah the game is the least impressive thing of the whole weekend to me i, I it's like you know it, it ends everything it kind of caps off the weekend but i'm more excited about uh, probably like the Saturday night events. Friday's kind of like I'll watch it, but yeah, the, the three point and uh, skills challenge and stuff like that, way more interesting. I'm assuming Dyson Daniels will get a bid for the Rising Stars. Do you think he's uh I thought qualified about... <laughs> enough as far as like how much he's played? I mean, I think he'd at least go represent yeah. the world team, right? Yeah, I thought about it, and I was saying, you know, do we see uh, Trey or Jose or Herb? in the game this year and everyone's like well what about Dyson and I'm like well these guys are all in their sophomore year and they haven't been in it yet Dyson was in it last year because they let G League Ignite people in there so he was on one of those teams um for the Rising Stars game so I feel like no I'm not prioritizing him this year like for one he's already been in there and two he is he has another chance like essentially he has one more chance to get in there and then Trey Jose and Herb do not so I'd rather see one of those three in there but I mean you know I'm not against Dyson being in it I'm just saying I didn't leave him Hater. out. 
with malicious intent. <laughs> yeah, people. <laughs> I've been getting called a hater a lot lately, man. You're not a hater in my book. Don't worry. <laughs> I think Jose has the best shot right now. Yeah. Herb's been injured a lot. Where I don't know if he's going to have enough, you know, enough uh, stats to to put be put in there. I mean, he's obviously I think one of the better sophomores in the game, but at the same time. You know, if they're basing it on stats, I don't think so. Jose's played some very meaningful minutes. He had that one game he put up 38 points. I think Jose should get in. I think he'd do really well in there. He'd, he'd be he'd be hiding behind the baseline anyways and getting steals even in a in an exhibition game, I think. <laughs> I think he would, too. And it's like, dude, come on. It's an all-star game. Chill out. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to seeing at least one of our players get into some sort of event. I know – Right after we got CJ last year, he ended up being in the three-point contest. Right. It didn't do super well in that. But um, and people keep saying, let's get let's get Trey in the dunk contest. I really, really want to see him in the three-point shootout. But I do either too. one's fine. Either one's fine. Go represent the team, you know, continue to put the league on notice, whatever have you. I completely agree. If you're you if you were betting on this, then who 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 has the best chance of representing the Pelicans on all-star weekend? Just go weekend in general. Weekend in general. Ooh. I'm still going to go with Trey. I'm going to go with Trey. Three-point shootout. It has the best chance. All right. We'll see if that uh, prop is on Bet Online. It remains your number one source for all sports betting this season. Everything from the NFL to eSports. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Bet BetOnline features live betting, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. We're the fastest, easiest way to bet all your favorite leagues and events. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% off welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. So, speaking of the game, let's talk about tonight's game for yeah. just a moment here. Pelicans and Pistons, and what are you looking at tonight? Is it just a smooth victory against one of the, the worst teams in the NBA? Just get the win no matter what the circumstances are? What, what are you uh what are you measuring up tonight with this game? Uh I think the logical answer would be to say get the win no matter <laughs> no matter yeah. how it looks. Um I'm sure if we were to beat the Pistons by two points, there would still be some complaints. But I mean, kinda gotta agree a little bit because we should be putting a team like that uh very far into the dirt. So um yeah, I just need a win. Just need a win, no matter what happens. Um if we win, we push ourselves back to a full two games ahead of a. Uh, Ahead of Dallas. Um, and yeah, definitely want to talk about that double overtime situation yeah. with Dallas and the Lakers last night. I just saw that right before we got on. I was like, I'm sorry, the score was what? Yeah. Double overtime. So, but anyhow, um, we just need to keep winning and, and keep that separation. Um, I didn't notice that the Kings were so close behind the Mavs. So now we kind of have to keep winning to also keep the Kings from catching us. Watch that beam. It keeps lighting up. Man. And it keeps getting closer and closer. So if we're looking at these standings heading into tonight's matchup, you mentioned that the Pelicans do remain in third right now, a game and a half up on Dallas, two games up on Sacramento, and three and a half up on the Clippers for number six. Golden State back down to eight. Phoenix at seven, who, again, they have, I won't say hit rock bottom, but they've almost hit rock bottom with the injuries because <laughs> now you have Chris Paul out along with Devin Booker. Everyone's um, out. The, the at, whole starting lineup, besides Mikael Bridges, uh, Bridges, was out the other night. Uh, and what's crazy is, I think we talked about this last show, the Lakers are just a game back of a playing spot. Yeah. But thank you, Dallas. I don't know who you, you got to root for. I mean, uh, either way, as far as seating-wise, you're you're rooting for yeah. a tie in this situation. Seating, last, night. last night, I don't know, it's tough. 
it's tough because you really don't want the Lakers to like keep gaining ground like that on whoever's in the play-in. Uh, but at the same time, you don't want Dallas to win because they're right behind you. But it did make me smile a little bit when I saw the final score. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> did you see Westbrook and Doncic? Little I did. I did. And then I saw them like, you know, giving each other a little, a little hug and a little yeah. pat on the head. Like my bad, bro. You know, but also why did he, why did he shoulder check him that way? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I mean, it looked very deliberate. <laughs> it did look very deliberate. I, you know, as much as Luca is very dramatic and complaining a lot. I mean, yeah. Westbrook put his body into it. Westbrook was like, I was fouling you. I'm like, yeah, but there's a way to go about that besides yeah. dropping your shoulder and trying to tackle him like a linebacker. Yeah, it was um, it was interesting. And then the the call and double or uh, the Lakers complaining about the officiating last night. Mm-hmm. It was a drama filled game on TNT. It was nice. <laughs> yeah, I ended up I didn't watch pretty much any of the games last night. I was watching a movie with my wife and then we're watching something on Netflix and we kept getting like distracted. There was like a disturbance going on outside. So we're just like, you know, uh-huh. being nosy instead of continuing with our show. <laughs> Once people start yelling, you're like, hold on. Yeah. Hold it. Turn off the light. Turn off the light. Then peek through the blind. (laughs) You start taking sides. Like, I agree with him. (laughs) I don't know. Did you hear what he just said? (laughs) So, yeah, my night was very, like, action-packed last night, but not with any basketball. So, um, looking at the final scores this morning, obviously, you know, we talked about Dallas and the Lakers, but then um, I didn't – I heard – a little bit of what was going on with the Sixers last night. Um, and I knew that Ben Simmons had kind of a weird stat line where he had like 10 plus assists, but like no points and a couple of rebounds. Um, but I didn't realize that they lost by like 20 points to the Thunder. Yeah. The Thunder are, are playing some really good basketball and Shea Gilgis Alexander. I mean, talk yeah. about a guy that's going to be an all-star. Yeah. And he dropped 36 last night in the win for Oklahoma mm-hmm. City. They've got some young talent Amazing. there. They're they're playing some pretty good basketball. They're hanging in there, and they're I don't think they're a team that you just show up and go, oh, it's the Thunder. You're going to be okay anymore. That's definitely not the case. <laughs> I know who that's... are the Nets playing? Who did uh, I was talking about Ben Simmons? Who did the Nets play? Nets played the Celtics. Nets played. Oh, that's right. That's right. The Nets played the Celtics, and the Celtics won by like I don't know six or seven points. Something. Like they won by 11, 109 to ninety eight. The Heat beat yeah, the Bucks. Uh, the Bucks sat out Giannis on the second night of a back to back. Giannis the other night against Atlanta. Had a double double with just rebounds and assists. It was limited <laughs> to like points, right? seven points. <laughs> and yet the Hawks about? still couldn't overcome that and beat them. They were down 24, came all the way back. Yikes. We're up two with like three minutes ago and then scored two points after that. And that was it. Aren't the Bucks and, supposed to be like good, like even without Giannis? What's, what's going on? Yeah. I, that Joe was just like, and all that. I don't know. <laughs> Joe Ingles, yeah. Um, Cavaliers over the Blazers, but it was interesting. You know, we talk about disturbances and uh, the referees and all that. You know, Believe Network had a uh, had some stats out there about fan bases and whether they complain about the refs. Yeah, that was some data from Bet Online. Yeah, and <laughs> I was uh, a little surprised. One, I think every team's graph should be even because I think everyone complains about the refs just as much. I don't think yeah. there's a there's a fan base that. And I'm not saying the info is wrong, but I'm saying I think every there's every fan base that complains about the refs every single night. There's not one. I don't think I've ever seen a tweet like, wow, that was a well-officiated basketball game last yeah. night. Let's not even talk about the game. Let's talk about <laughs> how well Zach Zarba did last night. I mean, did you oh, see that yeah. call in the third quarter, that uh, that offensive foul he called? He didn't hesitate. He didn't call a large. Like, what a, what a great play. Do you ever see those kind of tweets? 
No. no. <laughs> I was well, I don't I don't know why, but I was a little bit surprised to see that the Warriors are at the top of this list as far as complaining the most about the refs. And I guess because I just don't see a lot of Warriors fans um on my timeline. I only follow like maybe three Warriors fans. Um they're like five, but it, it's not a ton and they also don't really live tweet through the games anyway, so it's like I was kind of surprised. And I'm like, what do they have to complain about? But at the same time, I kind of get it. But for the Pelicans to be second to last, I found to be funny. But on one hand, there's only 12 of us to complain to begin with. Yeah, that's true. On the other hand, I'm looking to see, like, you know, someone asked um, what, like, how did they figure this out? Like, how did they figure out what teams were complaining the most or whatever have you? And they said that BetOnline cross-references Twitter users using team-branded hashtags and phrases with comments about officials deemed as negative sentiment. So we're missing hashtags. That's it. We're complaining more than enough. And this isn't a call to complain more. It's just to say, when you do complain, make sure you put your hashtag so we can tag these, track these things. Pardon the ignorance, but what is the team branding hashtag this year? Because it's not won't bow down. It's not. because it, And I also noticed that if you do the won't bow down hashtag, it doesn't do, it doesn't have an automatic like little emoji bundled in with there. It's like, it's almost like, would you have to pay like a rental fee on those things for a year? Yeah. And then when it's up, they're like, no, we're not branding this anymore. So I don't, I don't know. I haven't heard them say won't bow down. They don't really, they don't use one NOLA. That was like a playoff thing. Yeah. Um, so the only one would be hashtag Pelicans. That one has the logo yeah. that, you know, pops up with it. It's branded and stuff. So, um, but yeah, I, I can't imagine complaining about a ref and then <laughs> hashtag Pelicans at the end. I get it. Hashtags are useful. You're searching for something, but yeah, it's like if you're if you're a jazz fan, you're like, I can't believe those refs. Hashtag take note. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. actually, that would work in that sense. Like, take note, refs. That was a horrible call. But didn't even mean to use that as an example. But at the same time, it's like you use one of the other Brandon ones. You're like, I don't know, whatever. If it was uh, Cleveland, is like, let them know. And it's yeah. like, man, somebody, you can work it in. You can yeah. work it in good. Like, Someone somebody hashtag, hashtag let them know. <laughs> that was a terrible call. Remember when the Pelicans had win the night? The refs did not win the night. They Jeez, lost on that look, terrible call. I'd be up there acting fool with these hashtags now. Um, I think you could say, you know, Brandon Ingram. Now we got Saturday and Sunday. That's the last two chances for Brandon Ingram to to uh play against Cleveland on Monday. Hashtag let them know. That's their that's their tag. Hashtag let them know. Hashtag take note. <laughs> Hashtag win the night. Hashtag take flight. Man, <laughs> am I the only one that like take take flight? I like to take flight. I take flight's cool. I like pretty much everything over the word flock. People are using the word flock way too much. Um, flock a up. Group of pelicans is not a flock. It's a squadron. Believe it or yeah. not, they they have other names, but none of those names are flock. And so people are like, flock up, flock up, flock up. And I'm like, no, please. How no. about squad up? Squad, squad. Is, that's their is that their branded hashtag for this for the squad right for the squadron yeah squad up, I think squad up. that's dope yeah it's very urban <laughs> if you all have any suggestions for hashtags for complaining about refs branding the pelicans you let us know we'll get them on to the next one but yeah we'll i thought it was, it was interesting way, way to go though polite pelicans <laughs> fans for not you know calling out the refs and using our hashtags at the same time very good of you just keep it to yourself, you know. It's okay. I, I know every ref to every person is very bad. So yep, pretty much. Um, yeah. 
So that'll I be started uh, to post the the referee assignments daily. So you do with that information what you what you will. But yeah, what do you get at when you post those? You know, where where do you have a, a list of which ones I have an you alter, have? <laughs> alter your motive. Do you have a tier of rankings for these referees? Like, ooh, yeah, my my, my top tier probably has one person in it. If it's, if it's like a pyramid, right? My top person has uh, Bill Kennedy. He's mm. he's alone by himself. I don't think I've ever had any issues with him. I'd love for him to get on the, the replay mic. Oh, he's the best. Us. He's yeah, the best. He's awesome. He gives you I a never... thorough. He stares into the camera. It's like I'm really talking to Bill. I'm like, thanks, Bill. I agree with that. Yeah. That was a great call. Yep. He gets mad like at people Bill. walk in front of him, too. Like, he'll give yeah, you a stare sure. if someone yeah, walks in front of him. <laughs> I love that. He's awesome. He's uh, There's certain players, certain not players, um, certain referees that you don't necessarily want to see assigned to your team. Um, and I feel like when I post it, it's like, do you recognize any of these names? Because if you don't, we're probably okay. Yeah. <laughs> but if you do, you know, if you're seeing the Zach Zarbas and the Jenna Schroeders and the Lauren Holt Camps and uh, the, who's that other guy? Brian, Brian, uh, no, not Brian. Tyler Ford. Oh, not Tyler Ford. Not a fan of Tyler Ford. Can't get But again, I that. don't go into any game going, ooh, I like that ref. Yeah. And it's nothing against refs, but like I don't have like because a... we don't like any of them except for yeah. Bill Kennedy <laughs> and the one that looks like Gucci Mane. I never remember his name. But he <laughs> looks like Gucci Mane. <laughs> I don't know who uh, whoever Gucci Mane's Doppler ganger is in the NBA. Please let yeah. us know. Number sixty is his jersey number. And, and, and the you fact think... that you know these numbers, you are really into the referee. <laughs> I never remember his name though. I never remember. And Courtney Kirkland, number sixty-one. He sounds familiar. We had him not yeah. that long ago, but like. I can't picture him, but what about I'm on the your boy Tony Brothers. Okay, there he is. Yeah, Tony yeah. Brothers. I see his name, and I'm like, eh. If I see Scott Foster, I'm like, mm, I'd rather not. But uh, oh, the the Suns and the Wolves got Bill Kennedy tonight. Josh Tiven. I like yeah. how we're just going through. My homeboys don't like Josh Tiven. Wow. <laughs> they don't like him. There's a couple guys that hang out in the back of the room at the watch parties and they just start yelling at the referees and they know everybody first name and last name. I, so will, I don't know how any referee enjoys what they do. And I, I know they do because why would you do it if you didn't? But power. like, it's a thankless job. It is. Again, no power, one goes man. up to you after the game and goes, that was well officiated, Tyler Ford. Keep up the great work. That You yep. did really good tonight. Yep. So much Parker is uh, working his way up to I know. the NBA ref. Good for him. Terrible job. But good for him. Again, what is the re- – like, I just don't see it. Like, there's a – I think someone has to do it, and thank goodness there are people that are willing to do it. But Man. And no speaking speaking of that, there's a video, and it's like, do you recognize this old NBA player? And it's a video of Smush Parker at a game. It's, like, super quick. And everyone in the comments were like, oh, I think that was Zion. And I was like, Smush Parker does not look like Zion at all, even in this, like, video. What are you guys talking about? But none of them know who Smush Parker is because – they're 13 years old yeah TikTok, so <laughs> that will explain it <laughs> speaking of before we end here speaking of former nba players you see jared jeffries former new york nick indiana mm. star went on prices right and won a car what? and was like the most excited about it the only problem is the man is 611 and he Ooh. won a toyota corolla uh well, how is he gonna fit in that car it'll be donated to a nice family that car's gonna last him 20 years but he can't fit in that thing. No. <laughs> He's got to take the seats all the way back, lay them down, yeah. and then see if he can. I mean, sure, he can see over the over the steering wheel. I mean, that was mm-hmm. me. No, you wouldn't see me. You look like there was no one driving a car. Oh, my gosh. But that was like, Jared Jeffries <laughs> wins a Corolla, baby. I like it. 
Seeing what are the odds? Yeah. I wonder why he got <laughs> called up. I mean, he's six foot eleven sitting there. Like, let's get this guy up on the stage. Let's see who this guy is. Let's see what he's got. Yeah. What'd you what's your occupation? I used to play for the Knicks. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> Good job. Man. Man. But uh should be an interesting weekend uh, as we go back to the Pelicans. Yeah, this is a Pelican show, right? I just wanted to double check. Yeah. Well, sometimes you gotta touch on the whistles. We you do. Know? We do. The, Literally. the whistles. Yeah. Talk about the refs. And we you put, know? Yeah, I mean, this is Pels and Whistles, so it should be yeah. all Pelicans and all referee critiques. That's all we're doing from now on. <laughs> we're rebranding the show. And it's gonna yep. be Pels and whistles, and we'll we'll have grades for each referee after every game. Um, hopefully, <laughs> it's not the case tonight. But again, Pelicans, Pistons. I mean, really, I mean, it's we joke about it, but this team's really kind of in a weird situation right now, especially mm-hmm. on the road here. It's kind of the same storylines right now, only because you are without your two best pieces. So um, the fact that you are in good shape still, um, you know, you're one and two on the road trip. Really, you mm-hmm. know, makes me feel okay about what's going on. Again, if you lose tonight that's going to be a tough pill to swallow. But if you win the night again, for me, all I asked for was through this five game road trip, you go into Monday against Cleveland with a chance to win the road trip. Even if you don't, and you go two and three, you lose one game as far mm-hmm. as your record. And then you get to go back home. And again, you're getting closer and closer to at least one of them being back. Um, obviously yeah. Brandon will be back. Hopefully before Zion wins yeah. and Zion. Yeah. Gonna, we can't say obviously. <laughs> no, we can't say obviously, but Zion most likely will miss the rest of the month. You would think just based on the three week, evaluation mm-hmm. and then again he's not just going to get right back on the court after three weeks and and go you know so um we'll see what happens but yeah big one tonight and i say big one because it is for the pelicans not just yeah. because you know just because it's the pistons it's a big one for them right now mm-hmm. as far as keeping this team together and playing well getting out there with a win and then you have the whole weekend off like you mentioned bis two days in cleveland get ready <laughs> how great would it be to play i mean that's gonna get be a good ready. game anyways with the Cavs. i mean the Cavs is are such a good team right now and the way Donovan Mitchell and company's playing. I mean, they're, yeah. they're one of the teams that can compete in the East. Um, we gotta for say sure. we got to hold Donovan Mitchell to 50 or lower 70. We got to hold him. Hashtag, let him he know. Scored, he's going to hashtag take note. Uh, so <laughs> he scored 71. So we got to hold him to 67 points. If we can do that. Whiz. We have a chance. We, uh, we need a guy on our team that can do something like that. I feel like Brandon Ingram could do that. I think you know, he can. Once he's once he's out there and he's back in stride, I feel like Brandon Ingram could definitely get like a sixty pointer or something one night. Um, and that's it's gonna be a fun night, and hopefully we'd be winning the game. But yeah, to watch him go for sixty would be nuts. So Donovan I Mitchell could have gotten eighty, I think, if Karis LeVert didn't start jacking up shots at the end. He's like, hold <laughs> on, man. I'm like, do you even know what Jeez. your teammates doing right now? <laughs> yeah, he was like, I gotta get mine. Yeah. I gotta respect it. <laughs> I gotta get my twelve points a game, baby. <laughs> oh man. Jeez. Well, we. We hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, we had a little fun on this Friday. You know, just <laughs> lots of things we talked about. We didn't even get to the fact that the Lakers are working out DeMarcus Cousins. Oh, Leonard. we didn't. That's all we can say about that. Yeah. <laughs> it's that we, we didn't say. talk about it. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Mm-mm. Well, we'll leave it yeah. at that. We'll get to it next week. Uh, hope you all enjoy the weekend. Go Pelicans. Pelicans and Pistons tonight. And then Pelicans and Cavs. Uh, on Monday. Until then, for Rel, I'm Daniel. Thanks for listening. The Pels and the Whistles presented by Bet Online right here on the Believe Network.